Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. October 15th, 2019. Welcome to the Astro Energy Show. My name is Shelly Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida, and it's good to have you here. It's good to be back here. And honestly, doing the podcast makes me feel very grounded, usually. (laughs) Usually. Once in a while, those of you who are longtime listeners know that when technology goes awry, I can get a little flustered. Um, but not today. But if you have been experiencing some of that, um, you would not be alone. I have been having issues. Um, my computer, the monitor, just I had to reboot my computer because there was a little, um, it was like the email address stuck on the window with a person's name on it. And I'm like, okay, it's not going away. I'll reboot. I rebooted, and then I got this circle with a slash through it, alternating with a file folder with a question mark. And I'm like, okay, that's different. I've never seen that before. And so somehow in the process, my monitor did not work right. And my dad had trouble with his cable. He had kind of a similar issue, not being able to see the TV. (laughs) And that kind of flustered him. I've had um, similar issues with at least two or three other people. And so if you're having tech issues, let me tell you what it is. We have Mercury at 16 degrees Scorpio. Yes, he's 16, but he's opposite Uranus. Uh, Uranus now is at five degrees Taurus retrograde. So he's getting closer and closer to zero as he goes retrograde. But Mercury goes about a degree a day. So for two weeks, he's been opposing Uranus since he got into uh, Scorpio. He started opposing Uranus, and that means technology is affected. Mercury rules computers. It rules the electrical connections. It rules ideas. It rules communications, our cell phones. Uranus rules mass communications, um, more global issues. It can rule electrical and thunderstorms. It can rule um, like sun flares, solar flares, things that affect masses of people, uh, electric outages. And yes, even though it was chosen in California, people were still in the dark and it was still a lack of electricity, Mercury opposite Uranus. And uh, just to punctuate that energy, we have Venus at eight degrees uh, Scorpio. 
So uh, Venus at 8 degrees Scorpio means she is also in opposition. Today we have the moon at 11 degrees Taurus right now as I speak. So the moon overnight has combined with Uranus, which means um, issues around home, issues around nurturing, issues around mom, female issues, um, domestic, food, definitely um, there's a food element to this. There's a health element. There's a money element. There is um, so much because I'll tell you why. Taurus is ruled by Venus, and Venus is opposite Taurus right now, opposite this exact energy on the other side of uh, the Earth from us. Uranus is on one side. Venus is on the other next to Mercury, and Moon is next to Uranus in Taurus. So we've got these four planets basically are planets and lights. I will be technical. The sun and the moon are lights. They're not planets, obviously. But they're squaring off or opposing off each other on the other side of the earth. And so we're getting this tug of war. I think of like the genes when they split, they kind of pull apart to their opposite sides. It's like that. But I will tell you, I definitely read oppositions more benevolently than a lot of other astrologers. They are like oppositions, difficulty, stress, which can be part of it. But honestly, anymore, I think I like oppositions even more than trines. Trines are a historically positive aspect, but trines can bring stress. Trines can bring um, situations we don't expect or don't understand or don't want, whereas oppositions it's kind of like yeah I know you're going to be going against me but I also know that there's an opportunity to work in synergy to work like yin and yang to do me and you do you and somehow it'll work out and there is that element to this so yes it's extremely frustrating when our cars are giving us trouble when our electronics give us trouble and right now cars and electronics are synonymous these days. They have so many bells and whistles and computers, uh, Apple AirPlay. They'll tell you they. I I'm convinced. So this is my my conspiracy side coming out, and I'm probably it's not so conspiracy. It's actually just modern day. They put uh, tracking in every car now because there's you know remember when OnStar was in your car. Now every car has that capacity. I'm convinced. I've never researched it, but it isn't. It doesn't take a genius to recognize that technology is getting in our lives everywhere in ways that we can't even fathem. Um, it's in surgery. It's in our bodies. For you know, they have uh, nanotechnology that can go into your bloodstream and find out information. I mean, it's just crazy. But it's also progressive, I suppose you could call it potentially. But This brings up another point. It is also potentially dangerous. So like um, electronic cigarettes, you know, we've got electronic cigarettes. People are smoking them. They think of them like tobacco and probably they also think of them like marijuana because marijuana can heal you in some ways. You know, if you have anxiety that helps and it's fairly organic, but when you have an e-cigarette it's chemical and so now they are noticing that people are dying from it and it's a chemical burn and that's an injury that is not a disease that's an injury and so um 
we have all these things coming out, and that is Uranus in Taurus. Because Uranus rules technology, it rules science. In Taurus, it rules the body. But it also rules awareness and enlightenment. And so the enlightenment around physical issues, around ways we use chemicals, ways chemicals infiltrate our lives, ways technology infiltrates our lives. So we have this really wonderful seven years, and we'll see if I still feel it's wonderful by the end because it'll be hitting my Jupiter at the end of it. But this really strong energy around shoring up our diet, which is um, what we grow. So Taurus rules what we grow, um, the diet we have. It rules um, people we love and what they're doing with us and why we're with them. We will start to become more aware of our need to not be restricted by love. That's what Uranus will do. And um, it, it crosses over to food and diet. Taurians, uh, all the Taurians I know have either a tremendous affinity for food or cooking or have issues with their diets itself so or themselves. So we've got a lot of different things that are covered under Uranus and Taurus and monetary systems moving over to cryptocurrency or electronic uh, currency, which is my belief. I believe that in the next seven years, that's definitely going to be a strong contender for how we exchange energy. And then um, having it retrograde means that we go back over where we've been with it and where we've been with Uranus and Taurus hasn't been very far where we've been has been initiating energy. And so right now the energy is initiating our awareness of a lot of different things. Um, I think it's going to bring out many more different things in the physical world that we weren't aware of, how chemicals affect us, like I said, and how technology affects us. I know uh, Facebook is under the microscope right now. Facebook was, initiated under a Venus retrograde. And I want to say it was in Gemini. There was some connection to technology when it went retrograde the day um, Facebook went public on the stock market. And so whenever we come into these retrograde periods, especially with Mercury, I've noticed because it's a technology planet, Facebook has issues. And so we are in the shadow period. Let me double check that. And by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I found my ephemeris. I'm so happy. I've got my daily ephemeris here so I can give you more specific times with what's going on. But um, let me go to the right months. Um, Oh, and this is what I wrote in October. Ugly, ugly, ugly. (laughs) That's probably for me. I think I have a lot of direct hits going on. And that's so funny because... um, Yeah, those of you who put off your taxes, this is a really strong tax time. We've got three planets in Cap, or no, the South Node in Capricorn and Saturn in Pluto. So it is, you know, another time to get those taxes done. I just did my taxes this week because I had an extension. But um, shadow period goes from the 12th of October at 11 degrees and ends the shadow period when. Uh, Mercury goes retrograde on the 31st at 27 degrees 
And then when it goes direct at 11 degrees, hence that's why that's the degree of the shadow period, it goes back to 27 by the 8th of December. So we are dealing with Mercury issues, specifically Mercury in Scorpio issues through that period. What does that mean? Mercury awareness, seeking out information, seeking to understand, having ideas, communicating, learning, growing, um, being of service, wanting to seek out new and unusual ways of doing things, communicating. That's the big part of it. And uh, Scorpio is digging deep, finding the hidden, looking for what's been going on um, behind the scenes, what's hidden, basically the mystery and finding, getting to the bottom of the mystery, finding what is valuable out of that, and then cutting loose what is not in our value system and not worthy of our time and energy. So it's not surprising that the impeachment process is ramping up at this point every week. I do talk about, you know, some current events and, you know, I know we're getting a lot of um, testimony from insiders right now. And Scorpio is a feminine sign. We've got Venus and Scorpio women talking. Um, I can't remember the lady's first name. I just keep thinking Anita Hill, but her name, last name is Hill. I believe but it's not Anita. Um, Lena or Linda or Lynn or something. I don't remember her name exactly, but she just testified yesterday. And then Nancy Pelosi is kind of a central figure. Um, Just a lot of feminine energy coming out right now and not surprising and will continue to come out. We've got, um, let's just get back into a few other things here that are going on planetarily. And then we'll talk some more about the moon. So we've got uh, Jupiter at 20 degrees Sagittarius, and I meant to also bring up Mars at 7 degrees Libra. Mars at 7 Libra is also an air air sign with a – Mars is a fire planet in an air sign, so very combustible, and that's in conjunct to moon Uranus right now, which means there is air activity. It's wind, and that's what's going on in California, but there's uh, a lot of – hot air, (laughs) Mars in Libra. And then we have the sun at 21 Libra. So it is about diplomacy. It's about balance. But Mars can be contrary and contentious. And last weekend, oh my gosh, the full moon in um, Aries, fights, tiffs, you know, tete-a-tete. People were very testy. I was out driving and I could see that there were more accidents um, when I lived in, on the farm, every time there was an Aries energy, I had many more um, loud muscle cars going by and vehicles, recreational vehicles, and much more male energy going through my neighborhood. And I don't live there anymore. I live in a very peaceful area right now. But um, I was out yesterday, and I was just on Lake off of one of the main streets near the subdivision. And a whole gaggle of muscle cars went by, like bright lime green and orange and yellow and red. And they all went by and they had really loud engines. And I was like, yep, full moon in Aries. There's a lot of Aries energy. And actually, it went into Taurus uh, Monday at 1246. So the moon in Taurus means that there is, of course, an added energy around money and love, the material, material goods 
growing things, growing cycles, the body and health issues associated with the body and the throat. It rules the throat. So you may have issues around that. And it's so funny. My daughter brought up the other day, do you ever feel like your throat is constricted and you can't do anything to get it to loosen up? And I'm like, well, no, I really haven't. And then later in the afternoon, she forgot. She told me, she asked me the same question again. And I'm like, nope, still no. (laughs) But that's the Taurus energy. It's, It's asking about throat issues. And so we've got that going on. And then the opposition to Venus, the ruling planet to Taurus, means that there is kind of a conflict. Now, moon is mom and Venus is women and female sisters, female friends. Um, This is an interesting aspect because the Venus and Mercury energy are right on my moon-Neptune conjunction. And the moon in Taurus is over near Uranus, which is detachment. And my mother has Saturn in Taurus and my daughter has Saturn in Taurus and my son has Saturn in Taurus. So there is like a disconnect or a a conflict that can arise through people who have those type of planets. So um, fortunately I haven't had a whole lot of that, but I've also been very low key lately. I don't want conflict. That's probably the moon in Libra. It's in my 12th house. But the Scorpio energy, let me tell you, when the Sun and Mars get into Scorpio, fireworks. Definitely some fireworks. I'll tell you when that is. So Venus gets into Scorpio or was in Scorpio on the 9th. Uh, Mars will go in in November on the 20th of November or 19th. It might be late on the 19th. And then the Sun goes in to Scorpio late this month on the 24th and you know it always this is what drives me nuts about the charts is it just gives a general day so i'll tell you yeah, the 23rd so sun enters scorpio at 1 20 p.m on the 23rd and so later on in this month is going to get even more fireworks right now they're just beginning but let me tell you when the sun opposes uranus and then mars opposes uranus Um, These quicker moving planets are actually people. They're individuals in our environment versus collectives, uh, groups of people. This is actual individuals who are are bringing forth information or understanding to our world. And it is being the opposition. It means that we're getting the other half of the picture. It's becoming a complete picture. So, It'll be really interesting the end of this month. And keep in mind, the end of October going into November, November is the month that Neptune goes direct and later in November. So, you know, those pragmatic ways of looking at things right now, Neptune's at 16 degrees, Pisces retrograde. He goes direct the end of the month and um, he's a real long retrograde. So about five, six months of the year. So, you know, when he's retrograde, he's much more clear. He's much more cut and dry or practical about how he behaves and what he shows us. And he takes off the rose-colored glasses, and then we suddenly go, wow, this is something I didn't know before, I didn't see before, I purposely didn't want to know before, and now I know it. And then when the rose-colored glasses go on, now you can't unknow it, but you may decide it isn't of the same priority or the same value. 
and especially when Neptune's direct, um, we are much more accepting and loving. And so we'll see that when that comes in. But also, um, right now, Venus and Mercury are in trine to Neptune, and Mercury is exact trine to Neptune, and that can be chemicals, it can be oil. I know um, gas jumped 20 cents, um, and I could, maybe I was just on the different side of town, because I'm telling you, I saw it was like 249 a day after it was 226, and then I went to the other side of the highway a little bit farther away, like almost just two miles away, and it was 229. I'm like, how is it 20 cents different on the other side? So I would have to really research that, but I can tell you at this one station, it was 229, and then it was 246 one day apart. So it jumped almost 20 cents in a day. And I know that there was a missile that hit a ship out in the um, off Iran or an Iranian ship. It actually was had a missile hit it and blew up. I'm just going to say this here. And hopefully, <laughs> I, I know I get a little political, I've kind of avoided that for many years. But it's kind of the time, I would say, where people are very interested in politics, especially with what's going on. And I will tell you that um, we have, and I researched this, 36.4 billion barrels of oil in reserve, and that's not even for emergencies. That's just our reserve, our main reserve. So when they mess with those gas prices, um, I'm not really sure why, because we have plenty of oil to cover anything. I mean, that I, I also did the, math, did the math on this. It's 112 barrels for every person in the U.S. Think about that. 112 barrels of oil for every person in the U.S. So, yep. And if I'm wrong with my math, feel free to go on Facebook, angeliczodiac.com, and leave me a message. I'm also on um, Instagram. If you want to look it up, it's angeliczodiac1 until I can find my original angeliczodiac password. And um, and I'm also, well, I'm all over Instagram. If you want to see Artful Shelley is my main one where I post a lot of my art and then Angelic Zodiac. But anyway, uh, Jupiter in Sagittarius keeps chugging along. Jupiter is getting into the last decade of of um, the sign. So he starts out in Sagittarius, the first 10 degrees, then he moves on to um, Aries, and then he goes to Leo. So we're moving into the Leo segment, which loves to tell stories, loves to tell stories about cultures with Sagittarius. So Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius. So when he moves into the last 10 degrees, he is taking his energy with him. And he's expressing it through a Leonine way. And that means that we tell stories, we connect to other cultures. And that's really what he's about until December. He wants to connect. He wants to bring out people's stories. So um, look for more of those in the news. Look for, you know, more opportunities to relate to others of other cultures. And also opportunities to grow. There's children of foreign cultures. I'm guessing these, let me see, this is late October. And the beginning of December is when Jupiter goes into Capricorn. So this is really the next few weeks when all the issues of immigrants and immigrant children being detained are going to really start to uh, light up our awareness. It can also be a time when we're going to find out, um, I was just listening on YouTube to some other stuff and uh, 
in my interest group, and they were talking about the sex slave trade and um, children really starting to come out. And I think that this is the next um, the next few weeks are potentially a really strong time for stuff like that. Um, not something I'm really thrilled to hear because I'm absolutely a proponent of children and um, I've always fought for justice as a child and about children. So anyway, um, Jupiter does expand and transform. He wants us to become aware of what we don't know. And he really seeks out a higher understanding. So as he's going through this energy right now, he is pulling away from a direct square to Neptune. But it is an energy of, I've, I want to get going with something. And Neptune is, has been holding us back. So if you're some of the people who have been feeling like you know you want to do something, but you can't figure out what it is, that's the reason. There's a square to Neptune. Neptune wants us to go back over something and is not yet ready to fully culminate until he moves forward. Then the dream can continue and move forward. By then, um, he'll be out of trying to Venus and Mercury, the end of November. And so it'll feel much more freeing, although there will be more of a uh, square to those planets, to Venus and Mercury, I'm guessing, because once Mercury gets out of her retrograde, well, their retrograde, let's just be PC. After Mercury gets out of their retrograde, um, they will end up going into Sagittarius, which squares Neptune. And Mercury square Neptune is going to be um, a war of words and um, things that are said that are true or true from the perspective of the person saying them and can be wounding. So um, that's coming up to in November, I think. Let me see here. I'm just trying to find out. Yeah. So, excuse me, all of December. Yeah. It, it, um, Sagittarius and Mercury. Mercury is in Sagittarius the 10th of December right after Jupiter goes into Capricorn. So um, Jupiter and Capricorn, just a real quick uh, touch on that. He is going to be culminating whatever the story was in Sagittarius. So I know a lot of people who have moved, especially Virgos, by the way. I know some Pisces who have had some major things going on with work, but Virgos seem to be moving. And so when Jupiter goes into Capricorn, that's a positive aspected uh, energy element, which is Earth, Earth element, to Virgo. And so it's going to also be the finishing off of the Sagittarius story and the culmination as we move into a stronger connectedness to the Earth energy, which means that all of the um, need for action, we're going to be in an energy that says, okay, you wanted to take action. Now's the time. What are you going to commit to? That's where you need to take action. It is a very transformative time. Um, basically, we're going to be asked to put our money where our mouth is when that comes around. So that's December. And I'll probably have another show on Jupiter and in, in, uh, Capricorn at that time. So anyway, um, Moon this week is in Taurus today. Taurus, like I said, is the energy of the body, of growing things. Um, conjunct Uranus, moon, well, it was earlier today, real early today. So if you did anything super early, 
Um, right, it's like six degrees, so it probably would have been around midnight or 1 a.m. Eastern. Um, they were conjunct, actually. Now that I have my daily planetary guide, I can actually look it up. So the moon conjuncted, oh, it was yesterday. Well, you know, it was at 10.29 p.m. yesterday, Eastern, that the moon joined with Uranus. And then he's kind of moving away from Uranus today, which means um, he's got the ideas. That's what the conjunction with Uranus did is gave, it gave us more ideas and clarity. And even if you were asleep, you got it through your dreams. And keep in mind that the moon is now in sextile or positive aspects, 60 degrees away from Neptune. So they are actually able to really communicate and come up with ideas around making money and what kind of love situation you want and getting information about that, how to make the dream in love come true. And then um, there's an inconjunct that is just moving away with Mars. So, um, you know, the opportunity, especially the opposition to Venus and Mercury and then an inconjunct with Mars, definitely the moon has been having some difficulty with personal relationships and communicating um, desires for nurturing around money with those personal relationships. And as the moon continues on, she will be able to chart her own course. She's got some new information having been with uh, Uranus, and that is new and unusual ways of going about it. And I will tell you, I have another opportunity that I just started um, working for myself that is giving me a different way of earning some income, which is kind of cool. Maybe I'll tell you about it sometime, but right now I don't feel like it, but I will tell you it is I'm working for myself and it is um, something that I've never done before, but very different and actually deals with food. So, um, So that is a strong energy for the time when the moon is in Taurus. And then let's see, she goes into Gemini at 10.30 p.m. Wednesday night, and that is a time of communication. So you may end up hearing from someone in the middle of the night, Wednesday to Thursday, because let me tell you, I had a guy I was interested in years ago, like a decade ago, a little less than a decade ago, and he was a Gemini, and I had six-hour conversations in the middle of the night with him. So, um, yeah, that Gemini energy, when it wants to talk, it talks. doesn't matter what time of day or night. So, um, yeah, having um, more bubbly energy, more communicative energy. Uh, my daughter has Gemini in the house of career. So my guess is she's going to be having some interesting situations. She always tells me about what's going on with her job. I'm kind of looking forward to hearing what goes on towards the end of the week because I know something's going to happen and there may be um, maybe some frustrations. Mercury in Scorpio is the ruling planet to the moon when it goes in Gemini. And so it's digging deep and finding out information and seeking out um, more of an emotional side of connection. So uh, Wednesday night into Thursday and Friday, we'll have more of uh, seeking understanding, but probably we're not going to be very pleased with what's going on because the Scorpio energy will make what we find out very emotional and potentially polarizing. And definitely the Scorpio Mercury is going to make us feel like we're torn in some way because the Mercury energy, it, it is dual, duality. 
and Scorpio wants to be very cut and dry. And so there may be a choice that we have to make where we have to let go of something we may not want to let go of, but yet it is a very cut and dry commitment type energy and the information will be coming in and having the moon in conjunct to Mercury in, let's see, I guess it's going to be Friday. It's probably going to be something unpleasant coming in that you're going to have to decide between this or that and make a choice. So know that that's coming. And then finally, this weekend, we have, well, let's just tell you what day moon enters cancer at 6.43 a.m. on Saturday, going into Sunday and Monday, the moon enters Leo. So Moon and Cancer over the weekend, it's usually a time when we want to be closer to home, closer to family, uh, groceries, cleaning, anything that Cancer likes to do, keeping the home environment neat, clean, organized, and connected to family members, which also runs into Monday and Tuesday because Moon and Leo is about children. It's about creativity and getting um, the kudos you want and deserve, connecting to others and relationships. So um, Sunday night, if you're looking to connect and go out with someone, new dates and things, I would do Sunday night, not necessarily Saturday night, because Saturday and Friday, you're going to want to spend in. So anyway, that's our little show for the week. And I want to thank you for coming in and hanging with me. Um, I'll see you next week, and we'll see what we can talk about. There's going to be a new moon in Scorpio next week. So we'll probably talk Scorpio next week, getting close to Halloween. Anyway, that's all for now, and thanks for joining me. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the Readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to shellyoverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at astroart.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.